In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Brothers and sisters, on this Feast of St. Joseph, which we always celebrate the Sunday before Christmas, we hear the story in the Gospel which presents us with some of the details of the interior life of the relationship of Mary and Joseph, which we hear from Matthew's perspective that he told us about this thing that Joseph was considering, something that he almost had decided to do, which was to divorce Mary and to do it in a quiet way so that she would not be exposed to the public for having become pregnant outside of marriage. And so we're kind of invited to enter into the life of Mary and Joseph in this sense, to, to see what's going on in their life and in their relationship. This relationship which was the most holy and the most pure relationship to ever exist. And so as we examine the relationship of Mary and Joseph, and as we've been kind of looking at it in these past few weeks in the readings of Advent, we see that there are certain details that are presented to us, and there are certain things that are left out. But one thing that we know for sure is that whatever is there for us in the gospel is enough for us to believe. That's what St. John tells us when he writes. He says, these things have been written for you to believe. That's why. And so with these details, there are some things that are left out. For example, what was on Joseph's mind exactly when he was considering this? We don't know exactly what was on his mind. We don't know if Mary and Joseph had a conversation about all of this. We don't know what the conversation entailed. There's a lot that we don't know. But we do know that Joseph and Mary in their stories and in, in their encounters with this great mystery that God was calling them to be a part of. We do know that Joseph and Mary, no matter what happened, they chose to follow God's will over their will. They knew that God was in charge, that God was in control of this very mysterious story that he was calling them to be a part of. And so one very important principle when we're thinking about relationships, because we know that in this world that we live in, there are a lot of broken relationships. We know that divorce rates are skyrocketing very high. And actually, even among Catholics, divorce rates are not much better than they are in the secular world. They're about 50% in both the secular world and in in the Catholic Church. And we see also not only relationships be between husbands and wives, but also between, between family members, between siblings. We see a lot of brokenness. We, we see a lot of hate. But Mary and Joseph's pure and holy relationship could really teach us a lot about how to live in relationship with one another. And the one main principle that we get from looking at the stories of Mary and Joseph, is that in their lives, although they loved each other very much, although they had such a pure and holy love for one another, Mary and Joseph both loved God more. They put God first in their lives. We see when Mary encountered the 
angel Gabriel. We hear about that after St. Luke tells us about her relationship with Joseph. And then once the angel tells her that this would be done by the power of the Holy Spirit, Mary immediately says, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. And she accepts God to be conceived in her, and she accepts His will. St. Joseph also, he was thinking about what to do with Mary, how to treat her. And then he hears from the angel almost the exact same words. This will be done by the power of the Holy Spirit. And St. Joseph, upon hearing that, immediately, it says, he woke from his sleep and he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. Mary and Joseph found out what God's will was because of their holiness and because of their purity. And they did God's will. Their love for God did not make them love each other less. It made them love each other more because it allowed them to see themselves from God's perspective. It allowed them to, having done God's will, to love in such a pure and holy way. And that's why Mary and Joseph are examples for us, especially in this world that we live in. They are examples for us of pure and holy relationships. So that if we want to be like Mary and Joseph, we have to follow the will of the Lord. And we have to know what the will of the Lord is. And once we know what the will of the Lord is, we should do what, or we should listen to what the angel said, again, to both Mary and Joseph. Be not afraid. That's what he said to both of them. Do not be afraid to accept God into your life and to follow God's will even if you don't understand everything. Now there are a lot of things that we sometimes don't understand about the Word of God and about maybe the teachings of the church. But what is God's message to us is be not afraid, is to trust in Him and to know that if we trust in God, God will use us to come into this world. God will make us holy. God will bring us closer to one another. That is our goal in life, is to have a strong relationship with God first, putting God first, seeking first the kingdom of God, like what Jesus tells us to do. And then all of these other things will be yours as well. That's what Jesus promises us. Joseph sought God first. Mary sought God first. And because they both had God first in their lives, God made them the most beautiful and the most holy couple. And God came into this world through them. Now in this world that we're living in with so many broken families and with so much hate and with so many problems in this world, God wants to come into this world constantly. It's not just one time that God came, but God wants to constantly be born into this world. So God came into this world through a holy family, through a family that did His will, through a family that was faithful to Him first. That's how He came into this world. And God wants to come into this world again through holy families, through people who are faithful to Him and who do His will. We're not going to necessarily know the will of God, how Mary and Joseph knew it. They had angels come to them and um, tell them what God's message was. We're probably not going to have that. But we do have the Word of God written to us in the Scriptures. We do have the opportunity to hear His voice, to listen to Him, 
in the silence of our hearts. And then having heard his voice through the scriptures and also through the teachings of the church which, which explain to us what the, what the scriptures are about and, and what the scriptures teach ultimately. If we do that, if we listen to the Holy Spirit which speaks through the word of God and through the magisterial office of the church, if we do that, then we should not be afraid to listen to it and to follow his will always. So that as we do the will of the Lord, as we are faithful to him, we will be holy ourselves. We will be closer to one another because of the grace of God that brings us closer to each other when we do his will. And we will also impact other people in this world, bringing God's grace, God using us as his instruments, just like he did with Mary, with Joseph, and with all of the saints. Amen.